You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, Wednesday edition. We're changing it up this week with Christmas. There will be no Friday show, so we're going to start previewing games Today, we'll still have Chris Raybon of the Action Network with us tomorrow, making his six-pack of best bets. We've been going head-to-head all year long, making our picks. Uh, they've been making their picks for the Action Network. And, and Matt, we are a little bit ahead. We're ahead by a four or five um, games now. Uh, we had a nice little hot streak the last couple of weeks. So uh, we are looking good, doing well for ourselves here. We'll make our six-pack of best bets today instead of Friday and go through a bunch of the games, Friday's games, we've got Saturday games and some Sunday games. We'll leave a few games to preview tomorrow after we chat with Chris Raybon. This season has been extremely different and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football, watching. Brian Peacock, at BD Peacock on Twitter. I am with, as always, the brains of the operation, Matt Williamson, at Williamson NFL. What do you think? You got some good six-pack picks for this, uh, maybe even a, a Christmas Day game, because we're wide open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday here. Just one uh, Monday night football game that is not available for us to pick today in our six-pack. Yeah, I, I mentioned to my wife, I broke the good news first. I'm like, last week was the last Thursday night game. You know, hon, you're, you'll be getting me back at night. <laughs> but there's a game Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So that's all right. <laughs> it's, it's so but much such better is life. Yeah, I, I love it. This I, way, I, I'm not as prepared on a Wednesday, I got to admit, for yeah. my picks. But uh, there was four that jumped out at me, and hopefully you don't pick them. And uh, let's dig in, man. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a good amount of, of games I feel pretty good about. Um, I will let you go first, though, Matt. I don't want to steal away your picks. Hmm. Well, I'm just going to go right to the, the one that's closest to the heart here. <laughs> Colts minus one and a half come into my hometown to face the Steelers. And when I saw this line, I thought, wow. And I guess the Steelers opened as like a two-point favorite. And and some of that was because it was before the Monday night game, obviously. And then it went to, it's been moving around like crazy. But after watching Monday night, I'm convinced that Indianapolis is the much better team right now without question. I think their defense matches up very well to Pittsburgh in terms of just tackling that short passing game. And they're a very well-rounded offense. And, you know, they're, they're great with turnover differential, a lot of those type of things, well-coached. I, I thought they should have been favored by five or six. I'm with you. It was on my list, and was it? it was a game that I thought for sure I had to pick it because I, I just hate the way the Steelers are playing right now, and I love the way the Colts are playing, and it's really as simple as that for me. Um, I, I think the Steelers are in trouble, and, and unless they show me something the next few weeks, I don't know if the lines can correct for a team that started 11-0 versus what we've seen recently and what you talked about uh, when we reviewed that Monday night football game. There's just a, a lot of trends that are that you don't like for the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. Now they could come out of that spin, but there's a few things they're definitely not going to be able to do. They're not going to run the ball this year ever, no matter how deep they go in the playoffs, right? Like that's not something that they're good at doing. And I don't think that's something they'll be able to do well against the Colts. Uh, for me, it's big Ben. He has to look like a different guy than we saw Monday night. Yeah, absolutely. And this defense will be difficult. This defense is interesting, the Colts defense, because before their bye, they were utterly dominant. And then after their bye, they've been noticeably worse, but decent. But just the style of play 
and their active linebackers tackling those short passes, I, I think will be a perfect fit in Indianapolis's favor. Okay, so we are both in agreement on the Colts over the Steelers, getting, giving away one and a half, looking at the lines from betonline.ag. Well, you went close to home. I'm going to go close to home as well and also have bad feelings about the team I cover, which is the 49ers, and they're, uh, the Cardinals are giving up five points at home over the 49ers. Now, the at home is also the at home for the last month for the 49ers, so the Niners aren't traveling at all, but the way the Niners are playing right now, um, the way the Cardinals are playing with a healthy Kyler Murray again, uh, I don't have a problem giving up five points. The Niners are, are somewhat dead in the water right now, although they might get a spark from a change at quarterback. No Nick Mullins this week. They just signed Josh Rosen off of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers practice squad because they had no other quarterbacks. Nick Mullins looks like he might need Tommy John surgery. He got his arm hit in that last game. So C.J. Beathard is going to start in this game, has a little more arm strength than Nick Mullins, so maybe he can make some big plays. We might see George Kittle. His practice window opened last week, a little early in the week to know if Kittle's going to play, but he might make his return, which would help for the 49ers offense for sure. I don't know if it matters. I just The overall vibe with the 49ers right now, it's similar to the Steelers in that there's too many things that need to change for me to feel confident in them. Uh, I, I would like it if it was one of those two and a half, you know, three-point lines, but even five points, I just, I just can't bet the 49ers right now. I don't like the way they're playing. And I do like the way the Cardinals are playing. The Cardinals are making a playoff push, have a lot more to play for. I think the 49ers are somewhat deflated right now. So I'll give up those five points. I'll take the Cardinals over the Niners. Yeah, I like that side as well. Uh, Murray is healthy and back to being very dynamic. The Cards have more to play for. Uh, side note, I like the Rosen pickup. Like, you know, if you're going to, if you can get a, a first round type quarterback for nothing, I don't care what his warts yeah. are. Sign me up, you know. I mean, just bring them in the organization and see what happens. I mean, that can't hurt. Um, I, I do like Arizona here. I think their defense is pretty decent. Um, they're starting to generate some pressure, and five's just not enough for me for where the Niners are right now. All right, that's two. We've got we're betting against our teams, Matt. We're betting against the Niners yeah. and the Steelers so far. Uh, what is your second pick in our Sunday six pack? I've got the Rams over Seattle. That's a pick 'em game here on betonline.ag. I, I think that people are overreacting to a terrible game against the Jets, where, frankly, I'm sure the Rams were looking ahead to this game. Uh, McVay has a lot of success against Seattle. And uh, in terms of just being better on both sides of the ball, I think that applies for the Rams. Can Seattle pressure Goff? Probably. I mean, they're, they're rushing the passer pretty well, and that's something I always look at with the Rams. But we saw Ramsey do a number on DK Metcalf, and Lockett hasn't been highly productive lately. So uh, I think the Rams are in a good spot here. Yeah, this is an odd game, and an even pick them, I maybe would lean toward the Seahawks at home here over the Rams. Neither one of these teams are playing at a peak level right now. They've both shown, shown a little bit of warts recently. Uh, I, I like the point you made about Ramsey with... Um, with DK Metcalf, I don't think it worked great last time they played because was was that the game that Lockett went off instead, or no, that yes. was the or was that the Cardinals game? I can't remember, but um, yeah, and Lockett, I don't know. The more I think about it, maybe you are right. I, I'm going to stay Seahawks at home. Uh, I've seen too many losses from the the Rams where they 
they look like a powerhouse team one week, and then the next week they will lose to the Jets. Uh, the 49ers yeah. beat them twice this year. So I think consistency is on the side of the Seahawks, and if it's just an even pick em game here, if I was getting points with the Rams, I would take it, but since I'm not, I will, I'll go the Seahawks side. I think the line opened with the Rams as a dog, but you know, probably because just that bad taste in everyone's mouth from the Jets. Mm-hmm. But I just think that they you're right, they have a Jekyll and Hyde feel to them. But I think they've been the better team start to finish this year. More Peacock and Williamson coming up, more games to cover here. The rest of our six pack. You've got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday games to preview. You want a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar? Well, Build Bar is for you. They are delicious, dipped in 100 percent wonderful chocolate and there's so many different times that is great for build bar before or after workouts high protein high fiber low in sugar low in calories or for a long drive that's the latest way i've utilized a built bar throw a built bar in your car you don't have to stop for some fast food joint knock out a thousand calories grab yourself a built bar instead so great for the health conscious Folks out there, lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. And Built Bars are low in calorie. Built Bars are low in sugar, but they're high in protein and high in fiber. Even great for a keto diet. A ton of flavors. The 12 original flavors, 6 brand new flavors. The new cookies and cream, 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, and 4 grams of sugar. My favorite, even more protein in the peanut butter flavor, 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, and only 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get 20% off your next order. Promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Matt, we've got bowl season gearing up, uh, Zach Wilson, I think, pushing his way up toward the number two overall pick in the NFL draft with what he's doing there. A ton of big matchups this weekend on the NFL schedule. There is only one place that has you covered. Get a little action on all of those games. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. College football games heading into bowl season, and there are some big matchups in the NFL these last two weekends and, of course, heading into the playoffs. Find the best betting lines and props at betonline.ag. Win yourself a little bit of money. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore AG on Twitter to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use promo code locked on for your sign up bonus. Betonline.ag. I'm going to move on to the Miami Dolphins. They've been good to me all year. I'm going to stick with them. They're giving up three points on the road against the Raiders. This would be a game normally that I would think, okay, here's a good spot for the Raiders to have a little bounce back in and uh, take some uh, take the points and take the Raiders. But no, the Dolphins uh, have, have taken on all comers, and they've blown some teams out that they're better than. Uh, they've held serve and beat some good teams as well. I think they can easily beat the Raiders by a field goal. So I'm going to give up three points here, take another favorite uh, on the road. Or no, uh, this is a favorite on the road. The Cardinals are a favorite at home against another quasi-home team in the Niners playing in Arizona. But uh, I will take the Dolphins, give up three points over the Raiders, and hope for some more uh, Tua efficiency 
on offense there and the defense to do a number on that Raiders offense. Maybe it's a Mariota all the time forever, potentially. I think it's potentially that way, or at least the rest of the season to see what he can do. I'm expecting him to start this game. People know I am a Mariota fan. Um, you can check my Twitter timeline at Williamson NFL. I just did a video preview in this game, like a two or three minute video. And I didn't look at the line before I did it. And my final score was Miami 27 Raiders 23. So if the line's three, there you go. That's it's pretty darn close, but I will take Miami. And mostly just because the Vegas defense is so bad. I mean, mm-hmm. Miami had no offensive skills talent last week and ran the ball all over the Patriots. They haven't had a running game all year. Is that starting to come around a little? I don't know, but Gasecki and Parker are supposed to play, and this is really just a knock on the Vegas uh, defense. I loved the spark I saw originally when Mariota jumped in the game last week. I don't know. if, if He did throw an interception later. Um, I don't know if that spark's going to continue. I don't know if what to expect from Mariota, too. So I don't know if we're going to see sure. something that's a lot better, something that's a lot worse, something that's a lot the same with the same offense and the same people around him. So with that uncertainty, yeah, I got to lean toward Miami's side here. Yeah, I, I thought it would be close. I mean, I think one little nugget I found when I was researching that game is Vegas games have had the highest point totals of any team in the league this year. So that makes sense. I mean, their offense is good. Their defense is bad. So, wow. and I think Miami will move the ball. I'm with you. All right. Uh, pick five in our Sunday six pack. Your last selection this week, Matt. I have the Tennessee Titans getting three and a half against the Packers. That half is really sticking out to me. Uh, this is another game I'm doing research on. And besides the Chiefs, I think these are probably the two best offenses in football. Um, Some crazy numbers about Tannehill since he's taken over. He's really played as the Titans starter, basically at a Mahomes level. I mean, over the air, I'll just read this real quick. Over the past two combined seasons, Ryan Tannehill is first in passer rating, first in YPA, yards per attempt, and second in TD rate. I mean, he's been awesome, and his weapons are strong. We know about Derrick Henry. Titans D is junk, though. (laughs) I mean, I just think this is going to be a back and forth, tons of points. So if you're going to give me that three and a half, I thought that was enough. Let's see. What does Bet Online have as the over? Because I'm looking at that as pot 56. I might have to take the over on that 56 over number uh, on this game. Yeah, this is a tough one. Three and a half, I think, is a really good line for this game. I like the test for Green Bay. I don't like it for Tennessee that it's in Green Bay. I do like getting points. Man, this one is really close. I, I, I think I'm going to give up the points. I'll, I'll go the Green Bay side, but this one's really close. I think that's a perfect line there. And I do expect Green Bay to win. So I don't know if that's enough points for me to, to go the, the Tennessee Titans way. But I could absolutely see this going the other way and the Titans winning this game outright too. So uh, I don't sure. dislike this pick for you. I just I don't feel as comfortable with this game as some of the others on the slate. Understandable. Understandable. It's not, not easy betting, putting your money down against Aaron Rodgers. My last selection here in our Sunday six pack, looking to bet online, minus two and a half, the Eagles over the Cowboys. So I've got all favorites here with my picks. And uh, I I like the Jalen Hurd Eagles right now. I think they are going to beat the Cowboys pretty easily. And so, you know, a field goal or more, that's super easy for me with with the minus two and a half. I like getting that two and a half number there for the Hurts led Eagles over those Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I'm not with you. I'm not sure who I would take. I looked at this game and thought, boy, that's a good line. 
I think Dallas is playing better. I mean, I think their defense is okay. It's not abysmal anymore. I'm not exactly sold that, boy, everything is solved now that Jalen Hurts is behind center. But I've been higher on the Eagles than the Cowboys basically all year long and certainly lately. I guess I'll lay the points as well. Uh, I think that Eagles D-line is pretty darn good. But this isn't one I'd be dropping money on. This is another one where that you should probably pick the over here. What what is the over on this? This is forty nine and a half. Definitely going over with this one with yes. uh, with the way those teams are playing defense right now. And I, I really think the Eagles can take advantage of that Cowboys defense. Uh, something that uh, some teams recently have not. And you know, I, as long as Hertz doesn't start turning over the ball a bunch, right? That's the key, and that's the key with a lot of games. You can say that about every game in the NFL is turnovers. So uh, hold on to the ball. If we see the same hurts we've seen the last couple of weeks, I have no problem giving up two and a half points for the Eagles against the Cowboys. I hear you. I mean, they've been putting up points and they do have some weapons that are playing better. And that Dallas D is far from great. That's for sure. I don't know if we'll see Zeke Elliott. I'm leaning towards the Eagles, but I don't still feel as strong about it. All right. There's our Sunday six pack. Let's keep this moving for the rest of the weekend. We've got a Friday Christmas Day special. 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 1.30 p.m. Pacific time kickoff. I'll be glued to it. I know uh, you will be too. Vikings at the Saints. The Saints giving up a touchdown. Seven points at home. Still hoping to get some luck there. The Tennessee Titans helping them out, trying to get that one seed in the NFC. It's look like It looks like that is fleeting. We'll see if uh, Breeze looks a little bit more like he's 100%. He did not last week. I, I almost wanted to go with an upset or at least get a lot of points here for the Vikings just because of what we saw with Breeze banged up last week, but but I didn't have the heart. I could not do it, Matt, um, but I couldn't do it in the six-pack, but I will take the points for, for Minnesota here on Christmas Day. Okay. I'm going to go with New Orleans, and a lot of that's a leap of faith that Drew Breeze is just going to play better and knock off some of that rust, and um, you know I thought he came back too early, but he got better as the game went on. And I'm looking at the Vikings thinking, well, their ship has pretty much sailed. In New Orleans defense, the score didn't really show it in the end. I thought they did a number on the Chiefs offense for as well as you really can against Mahomes and company. Um, This is kind of a vote of confidence for Kamara, Breeze, and especially the Saints D. But that number is a pretty tough one. I I think the Saints, I'll, I'll lay the points though. Are we getting Michael Thomas back in this game? That might change. Yeah, I wish I knew that one. I was about to say that, and I wasn't positive. I'm looking at the injury report, and I don't see Michael Thomas on there anymore. Or do I? Oh, yeah. No, there we go. Oh, no, he's still on IR. Uh, Peyton said Tuesday he's optimistic that Thomas will be back from injured reserve. So that's why I didn't see him on the normal injury report, because he's on the IR designation. Mm -hmm. He will be back from injured reserve the minimum three weeks while returning at 100% health. Uh, I don't, so that means he will still be on IR. Wait, is the minimum, is he yeah, out this week? Yeah, I think he's, he's out this week. Okay, he's for sure out this week. Okay, I couldn't yeah. remember when he was put on IR. Yeah, no yeah, no, Michael Thomas, I feel good about that. I'll, I'll go Vikings, especially since I don't have to put it in the six-pack. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm going to go with the Saints on that one. I, I think it's a big Kamara day. Moving on to Saturday, we've got the Buccaneers at the Lions. Bucks favored by nine and a half in Detroit. The nine and five Bucks at the five and nine Lions. Tough one for me. It's a big number. I'm going to go with the Bucs, though. Uh, they've, I hope they don't start as slow as they did last week, but I also am hoping that that second-half momentum that they created carries over to the rest of the league. They got Antonio Brown a lot more you know, rolling along, and he started looking more like himself and putting up numbers and 
Brady had a very strong second half. They certainly have a lot more to play for. It hasn't been great, but I still have faith in the Bucks D. So I'll I'll lay the points, but that's a pretty good number. Uh, I'll lay the points as well. The Stafford injury is tough because you know full power Stafford. This still isn't a matchup I love for Detroit, and with him being banged up, he still made some nice throws last week. He had a, a, sure. a, a he had a nice little no look pass, and I know. Uh, I know that some other quarterbacks around the league, Mahomes especially, gets credit for all these no-look passes, but Rodgers and Stafford have been doing some really freaky things with their arms for a while, too. And and, and Stafford reminded people of that, even though he's injured last week. So I love seeing that from Stafford. Maybe the last couple of games for Stafford in Detroit. We'll see what happens this season, but I'm with you. I'll give up those points and go Tampa. Yeah, that's a big number, though, on the road and all that good stuff. But I think Tampa's clearly the better football team right now, and the Lions have kind of crumbled. Here's a line that I thought there was potential to be even bigger than it is, and it's already a large line, 10.5 points for the Chiefs at home Sunday, hosting the 4-10 and 10 Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I'm wondering if the, the Falcons have just totally given up the ship, too. Um, you know, is Julio going to play? Probably not. Atlanta doesn't run the ball at all. Ridley, you will probably get his, which is fine, but that's not nearly enough to keep up with Tyreek and Kelsey mm-hmm. and that whole crew. Um, but I do think there, there's two things that I'm thinking about in Atlanta's favor is I think people look at their defense like it stinks. And I think it's a pretty decent defense and just people don't dig into it enough. I mean, it's they're decent on that side of the ball. They're actually kind of above average. If they had a running game, it helped that defense a ton. And with all respect to the Chiefs, they don't blow anybody out. Like I bet I don't know what their number is against the spread or especially in the last six weeks or so. But I bet it's not good because they win games, they control games, but the final score, they're not winning by 20. I want to ask Chris and get his updated number on that. I'm pretty sure a couple of weeks ago we talked about that and the Chiefs were pretty close to 500 against the spread this year. Okay. I mean, just people think they're amazing and they're right. amazing, slightly less than amazing. Right. They're, they're, they're great. They just don't blow everybody out every week. Right, right. Yeah, you know, even the, though they're the, better. The, the bar is just so high. I just think Atlanta's done, though. I'll take the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, don't blow, they don't blow everybody out, but uh, maybe they'll blow them out this week. So, yeah. I'm still going to fall for it. Right? I'll do it, too. I'll give up those points. Why not? All right, let's see how many of these Sunday games we can run through. We'll leave a few to review tomorrow after we chat with Chris Raybon. More Week 16 preview and picks coming up. Peacock and Williamson. The Jets. Can the Jets get a winning streak, Matt? They are at home, riding high or low if you're a Jets fan in a lot of cases. At 1-13, hosting the 10-4 playoff-bound Cleveland Browns. Favorite on the road, 9.5. What do you think with this game? This is an odd one. It is an odd one. I I had it on my six-pack, though, but it was obviously my uh, last on the list one. It was my least confidence because I I think it's easy to say, boy, the public's going to overreact to a Jets win. But they've played pretty well for a couple weeks in a row. You know I mean? They really should have beaten the Raiders. You know, they're... They're a little more competitive. I like what Darnold's doing. Uh, I think they stopped the run well, which obviously is key against the Browns. And I'm reluctant to jump into this deep end, but Baker and this passing game have come out throwing the last couple weeks, and it's worked. And I think they can do that again and not be so reliant on the run game. 
Browns need it. They, they're, they're still in contention to win the AFC North. So I'm going to lay the points, but that's a big number. I mean, part of me is like, are the Browns 10 points better than anybody else? Or <laughs> double? You know, yeah, sometimes you got to think that way. I mean, the Jets almost won a game a couple of weeks before their first win. So, you know, this yeah. is the NFL, and it's a big reminder. We saw what happened Monday night with the Bengals, who we said might be worse than the Jets even. And they go and, and embarrass and really control the game against the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are 11-3. So... Uh, I'm going to take the points with the Jets, just knowing that the NFL is crazy and the Jets have nothing to lose now because even if they win, it doesn't really change their draft position anymore. Not that they're thinking about that in the, with the coaching staff or on the field, but just maybe playing a little bit loose now that they've got that win and they've got mm -hmm. that monkey off their back at home, taking on the Browns. Browns riding high after a big win. So uh, I will go Jets here and give up those nine and a half points. Yeah, understandable. They're, they're not playing terribly. And here's another game which I am going to take the dog here for similar reasons. And we've seen it with the Bengals. We've seen it with the Jets. I think it's the Jaguars' turn. And this this could really change. This could really, this could really just make everything bananas at the end of the season when it when it comes to the draft. And I think the Jaguars giving up seven and a half here against the Bears is an easy one for me. I like this one a lot. So I'm going to take the points with Jacksonville. I think they're going to win. And I think the Jets might end up still drafting number one overall with Jaguars fans, wow. the fleeting feeling riding high. Um, they're buying, they're buying their custom made Trevor Lawrence jerseys. Not so fast. This is uh, there's a couple games to go here for this to get changed up once again. So uh, I'm going to go Jaguars win over the bears outright. Not even just giving up these wow. seven and a half points. Then the Jets, Jets game will finish after that, and the Jets will lose that pick right back. And so for an out for like you know ten minutes, the Jaguars fans will be losing their minds. Uh, that's the way I predict things are going to go. Uh, maybe it'll be uh, maybe it'll be another week or so, but I think the Jaguars are going to win one more game this year. So I'm going to predict it this week against the Bears. I like it. Bold. I'm going to lay the points. I'm. You know, Bill Lazor's taken over as offensive coordinator, and since then, they've been moving the football, playing well. David Montgomery's running all over everybody. Trubisky looks serviceable or better. Allen Robinson against his old team. Revenge game, I just thought of that. Um, Bears D hasn't been great, but it's still probably the best of the four units on the field. But I hear you. I mean, I don't think Jacksonville's a laughing stock, much like the Jets. I mean, but these teams are playing better. And they're not going to lay down for anybody. I mean, just like Cincy, just like the Jets this past week. It could happen. I just think Chicago is a lot more to play for. And mm. I wish it was like six as opposed to the number it is. But right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay the points. I'll take the favorite. It, it's easy for me to pretend I'm confident in that game because we're not going to keep track of it because <laughs> right. it's not part of the six-pack. Uh, but it, And I, I think the Jaguars are just going to win another game because I think that's how it has to go this year with that number one overall pick. I think it, there's, there's something else to play out there and another shakeup to happen. And I don't think it's going to be at the Colts next week for the Jaguars to win a game. So it's going to be this week against the Bears. All right. Fair Unless enough. the Colts start resting, like we're going to have to start considering people resting, starters. Soon. Yeah. Uh, in week 17, especially for some teams, maybe getting ready for the playoff run, some older quarterbacks like, you know, Ben and Philip Rivers, Rivers, if the seeding yeah. is not really going to matter all that much this year. So that'll be an interesting twist to all of these picks come week 17. No question. I think we'll forecast a lot of that happening next week. Let's finish up these 
early games Sunday. We'll get to the afternoon stuff tomorrow. The New York Giants are on the road at the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore favored by 11 here. The Giants were sort of the darling of the betting world for a very short time and have come back down to earth a little bit recently. Uh, How do you feel about this one with uh, Baltimore giving up so many points against the Giants? I just think it's too many. Like, I think Baltimore wins... And I just got a blurb on my phone like one second ago, perfect timing, that Daniel Jones is going to get the start, which I think is a good thing. I mean, uh, assuming he's right, the last time we saw him, he wasn't really right. Um, And I'm sure he'll be under a fair amount of pressure and all that good stuff. But uh, the reason I just think it's closer than 11 is the Giants stop the run. I mean, they do that well. And we I don't trust the, the Ravens passing game at all. I think they're a really good team that's that's clicking and are dangerous, but I don't know that they're going to beat them that badly if the Giants can stop the run. Yeah, it's a lot of points, but I I sort of didn't believe the the little bump that the Giants got there midseason. I didn't believe in the Giants. I still don't really believe in the Giants. This mm-hmm. matchup, though, when you consider the strengths of the teams and the Ravens are going to try to run the ball and and run them off the field, most likely that's where the giants are pretty good up the middle of their defense. And so uh, unless Lamar gets, gets open or gets loose, you know, wide around the outside a few times, which obviously can, can definitely happen there. uh, And there are some susceptible parts to that defense for the New York giants. I just think it can be close enough to where 11 points is a lot. So uh, I'll take the giants and take all of those points against the Ravens, even though I think the Ravens will definitely win this one outright. Yeah, it feels like it should be a seven and a half, eight type of game. Mm-hmm. How about this one? Another big line looking at betonline.ag. Houston is giving up eight points against the Bengals. Was was the Bengals Monday night performance like their Super Bowl against the Steelers? And we're going to see that team come back to earth a little bit after that big win. Because the Texans are only one win ahead of them, uh, they're a four and ten team. The Bengals are a three and ten team uh, coming into this game. So what? Why is it such a big line? I think I got to go Bengals and take all of those points with the way I saw them play last week. Unless that was just a, a crazy blip out of nowhere against the Steelers team that is reeling right now and a team that was really pumped up in the Bengals last week. I lean towards that's the best the Bengals can go, and I've often said that the you know the the only path to victory was the Steelers turning the ball over early, and that's exactly what they did. They handed them three early turnovers, but they also played with some pride, and that's a big number. I mean, I just feel like it's Deshaun Watson against the world. Is can he beat them by that many? Yes, I'm going to take Houston, but boy, there's some big numbers this week. I mean, yeah, and I'm not loving. This isn't a great Houston team to be favored by eight. No. That's just too many, even if I think they can win, and I think the Bengals are a really bad team and are right there with the Jets and the Jaguars as the worst in the league. I mean, they showed that they've showed a little life last week with Ryan Finley, and I think they can be a tough team to play against. Eight points is just too much for me. I'm going to lay it, but I don't feel good about it. These are big numbers this week, and I'm I'm struggling a little bit. Uh, let's do a couple more games here because we do have enough time. I want to go to the Broncos at Chargers. Both of these teams at five and nine. The Chargers are at home. And since they are at home, I would think this is about a pick them. Chargers at home getting three points. And, and I think that's what uh, what the line is saying about this is, look, we're going to give them the home team three points. Or do you think there's a little bit extra with the Chargers over the Broncos? Because to me, this feels more like a pick them. And I don't really care about the home with no fans in the seats. So uh, I'll take Denver right. and give up those points. I mean, I'll take I Denver. I think the Chargers and are the better the team, but not 
noticeably, and I don't care at all about home field. I think there could be a lot of points in this game. The more I think about it, I mean, uh, a lot of weapons on the field. Some of them are quite young, obviously on Denver side. Um, you know, it, Herbert's great, but he could out easily turn one over and you know make this a, a really tight game. And uh, they get the quarterback advantage for sure. But I think Denver keeps this thing close. Right, and with the way that. Vic Fangio coaches his teams in the way that Anthony Lynn is, has coached his teams and and always finding ways to lose. And then you look at Drew Locke at quarterback, who I don't know if we talked about this stat yet from Pro Football Focus, but big time throw rate in 2020 versus worst turnover worthy play rate. Drew Locke is in the top five of both of those, both both the rate that he throws makes big time throws and the Good rate that he makes turnover worthy throws, which is kind of crazy. He's number five in big time throws, and that's with Mahomes, Watson, Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. That's where Drew Locke is with big time throws. But he's also second worst in turnover worthy play rate behind Mitch Trubisky. Then it's Drew Locke. Then it's Fitzpatrick Wentz and Nick Mullins. So um, that's that's what we're seeing, and, and that's what it looks like when when Drew Locke plays. If he makes the big time throws, which I think he could. Uh, then, you know, it's a, and sometimes it's garbage time points, but you're giving me points. I'll take Denver and I'll, I'll take some big time throws from Drew Locke this week against a team that, that really is good at losing football games just because I'm getting points. If it was the the other way around and I was getting points with the Chargers, I'd take them. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And Locke's kind of the new Jameis Winston. You know, I mean, he's ultra yes, aggressive, yeah. you know, work in progress, young stallion that needs kind of cradled in a little bit. But that could work in your favor in the betting world and certainly in the fantasy world. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what? We've got one more game here, I think, right. which will clear up the entire slate because we've already made no. Yes, one more because we have Eagles, we have Rams, and we have Titans, right? In our yeah, they were six picked, pack. So. so let's just finish this up. We can clear up that Sunday slate here. We'll wait for Monday to talk Monday night football. We've got the Panthers at the Washington football team. Washington at home favored by two and a half. I'll take Carolina. Um, you know, Haskins is busy at strip clubs, and is Alex Smith going to start? I, I think it'll be Smith, and that makes perfect sense. And it is better for Washington, and Washington's D-line can cause a lot of problems. But I do think there's something to Teddy Bridgewater having a ridiculous against-the-spread record in his favor because, and I'm guilty of this, that I, I probably underestimate made him too much and – he keeps things close. They have some certainly have some weapons. I think they're a really well-coached team. But this is Rivera's old team, and maybe he knows a thing or two about them. But they're so much different, especially on defense, than they've been. Um, I'm going to take the Panthers here. and somewhat of an upset. They might win this game. Can you give me a synopsis? Because I only saw a quick tweet about it and some of the uh, the listeners out there of what the, the strip club incident was with Dwayne Haskins. Here's all I know, which I think is all you need to know is a couple hours after the game where he got his chance to start again. And frankly, he's got a little bit of a reputation of not being the hardest worker and, you know, dedicated to his craft. He was seen and photographed at a strip joint without a mask on, which is a direct violation of NFL's COVID policy. And I guess Washington has since said they will handle it internally I heard there was a rumor that they would consider even just cutting him now, but that's not going to happen. So I don't think he's eligible to start because he broke the COVID regulations, but I think Alex Smith is ready to come back. But, dude, be smarter. You know, I mean, you already have a reputation. You just got an opportunity to be the starter. You don't think people are going to notice you, and, you know, be smarter. Come on. 
it's absurd, man. It's absurd. Right, right. It's an NFL quarterback. Oh gosh. Uh, and yeah, looking at the uh, the injury report there, Alex Smith. He is listed day to day, and uh-huh. according to Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network, he's going to practice in some capacity this week and likely play Sunday against the Panthers. So we'll probably see okay. Alex Smith out there, which I think helps Washington's chances. But I don't know if he's 100. percent So um, right. And this is kind of one of those games where I'm like, yeah, you know, it's a pick-em-ish game. I, I like Washington better, but with the quarterback situation and, and not 100% maybe, yeah, maybe I'll just take the points and go Carolina. Yeah. I think Washington's hard to play against. They, they are. are a legitimately pretty good team. This is more hunch than anything. I think Carolina wins this one. Just I want to say two new coaches this year, and both – Franchises, I think, can feel good about the direction they're going, even though uh, I don't, yeah. you know, one of those teams might make the playoffs just because of the division they're in, but they're not going to win that playoff game in, in Washington if they do make the playoffs, and I think they will get there. But uh, I just like the direction both these teams are going well coached against each other. But, you know, the more I talk about it, the more I think about it. I think I will just give up the points and go Washington. I think uh, with that defensive line, with Alex Smith just playing, you know, a very efficient uh, dink and dunk sort of style of quarterback play will help Washington. So, you know, I'm going to flip it. I'll give up the points. It's only two and a half. I think they could win by a field goal at home. Okay. I'll, I'll buy that. Good stuff. That was all the games Friday, Saturday, Sunday, including our six pack of picks. We'll talk Monday night football Monday and, and, Review everything we saw this weekend. We will not have a Friday show, but we'll finish up the week tomorrow with Chris Raybon of the Action Network. Get all of his juicy data and his six-pack to go head-to-head with for all of the Week 16 games. We'll talk to you then right here. Peacock and Williamson.